Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. The thing is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Welcome to the horse talk show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. In England we would say happy Christmas. In America we would say Merry Christmas. It might not quite be Christmas, but it's really close. We're less than a week away, and we're actually doing the last show before Christmas. So we're going to say Happy Christmas a lot this show. So um, we hope it's a wonderful holiday. We've got a great lineup for you. We have got uh, Dr. Kayot shortly. He's going to be talking about distal tarsitis. Don't ask me what that is. Wait for him. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. It'll be a much better explanation. We also have Corinne Reno with us in the studio, and she is with Wildlife Works, and I can personally endorse them for an absolutely wonderful, professional, reliable job that they have done at my farm. But she is a wealth of information about all sorts of wildlife that you do not necessarily want around the farm and ways of actually preventing that uh, sort of problem. And prevention is so much easier than dealing with something after it's happened. So uh, wonderful tips and advice from her. So we're gonna have her with us on the show with Maria Alfoon from Midnight Rose Equestrian. And by the way, if I look a little relaxed, it's because she worked on my shoulders prior That's to- That's why she's forgotten to introduce herself. <laughs> you don't know my name. I'm okay. Louisa Barton. This is, who, who's he? Dancing Pete Rota, co-host. You're- um, Oh, the reindeer. Yes, he's the reindeer. Um, <laughs> we also possibly have a mystery guest. On and the she won't tell me who it is. I won't. I won't. And then, you know, we have a tips, lots of tips. We have a horsemanship tip from Dancing Pete Roder. We also have our Ocala Dog Ranch tip. And we have Pat Meyer's tip, too, because we want lots of electrical safety at this time of year when we know that you have more electrical stuff going on in your house than usual. <laughs> Lots of lights. Yes, we want you to be as safe as possible. And isn't it somebody's birthday from the Ocala Dog Ranch? Today's actually a very special day because Neil is 21 again. Woohoo! Actually, I, was, I just want to know how many years he is in dog years. Neil from Ocala Dog Ranch. Neil, how old are you in dog years? <laughs> we wish you 
the very happiest birthday. We are extremely grateful to be friends with you and to have a wonderful connection. And we've got lots of exciting things coming for 2024. And I did find out that almost 30 dogs got adopted at the Ocala Dog Ranch event. So that's very that's old really from good. that event. Yeah, so that's absolutely wonderful. And um, if you're listening on the sky, Neil didn't realize that we advertise on the sky and we have our show. So he's like, all these people heard me on the radio. How did that get out? So that was pretty cool. That was us. Yeah, that was us. We like popping up all over the place, but that was an incredible adoption event. So well done uh, to everybody involved there, to Tammy and uh, Open Hands. But it just proves radio does do good advertising. Oh, yeah, it does. Absolutely. I hear all the time. In fact, I was just at a, um, a, a visit the other day to pick up some corral panels for Frosty, who, by the way, I'm going to give you an update on in just a minute. But Frosty, my pony, had been at Equine Performance and Innovative Center. And when I brought him home, he was so much better that I wanted to let him out in a non-grassy area so he'd roam a little bit and get some vitamin D vitamin? and stretch his legs. And I found some small corral panels online that people use when they go trail riding. They put them on the side of the trailer. And I messaged back and forth with this lady. I had a couple of stops on the way. I was running a little bit behind and I messaged her several times. And she must have looked up to see who was coming to her house. I don't blame her. And absolutely lovely, lovely couple uh, that uh, Larson Hay customers as it happens. And I went to their house to get these panels. And as soon as I got out of the, the truck, she said, we always listen to your show. Oh. So she already knew who I was before I, like she listens, you know, before I got it. But it was so sweet. So anyway, the panels are gonna work out great for Frosty. And it was lovely to meet Linda and Wade. So um, really, really pleasant, lovely, lovely folks. So wish them a Merry Christmas. But Frosty update. Frosty um, update. So Frosty was Frosty. actually unable, other than Banamine, twice a day he was and this is on banamine by the way that was a good Whoa. little shake um, if you're is, listening that was betsy shaking her yes. other side and we uh we actually had to give him banamine the night before and the morning of just to get him over there he was lying down he was so uncomfortable he was having rotation in both his back and front feet and um, I'm just really thankful to the uh, Florida Farrier Service, that's Clayton working on him, who actually came and took some of that toe off and gave him some relief, which was great. And they did a really, really wonderful job. They did before and after x-rays, before trimming and after. And it's very interesting to see how just getting that toe off helped that um, get that desired angle. Now it can't all be done in one visit, of course. You have to see him again in three weeks. Um, but as soon as those pads that he had on his feet were off, he was back so uncomfortable again. And I just wanted that toe gone. I wanted him to have lots of foot so the coffin bone wasn't close to the ground, but I just wanted that toe gone. So they took the toe off. He had lots of uh, cold water spa, hyperbaric. He had a nice little vacation <laughs> at Equine Performance Center. And I picked him up, brought him home, and he was like a little reigning horse in the stall. He was turning probably better than I've seen him turn in over a year. So Very good. That's good news. Good news on Frosty. So thank you to Epic. Thank Yay, you to Epic. Um, Florida Farrier Service as well for doing such a great job with him. I'm so happy to have him back home and doing better. And pretty soon, hopefully out in those crowd panels to wander around and get some sunshine and 
hopefully move around a little bit more but he's um i see his little ears and nose over the stall all the time when i walk by and that means he's not lying down which is a very very good sign because he's been lying down a lot the last few weeks so Yay. very grateful uh for a uh, a good report there and another shout out to another farrier samuel mckee that's doc by the way He's a famous horse on a movie. You yes. might know it. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. And he was one of the carriage horses? Yes. In and the very, very beginning of the movie, first couple of scenes, you actually have a close-up of him. Um, oh, and that's his little friend at the school where he is currently residing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a nice contrast, isn't it? That little is mini. Buttons down there. Buttons. Little buttons, yes, isn't he so sweet? And look, he's got little booties on. Aren't they cute? Buttons wearing booties. Buttons wearing That's booties. That's quite a contrast between those two, isn't it? Blushing so, behind. <laughs> we got to keep going with the bees. you got to keep going, yes. So um, Doc is our first school horse, and Samuel McKee, very kindly, is taking care of those big feet. Those are some big feet. There are some smaller feet after he's done, but there's some big feet. So... A uh, quick shout out to Cody's Wish for those of you who've cried your eyes out over that horse this year, kind of jumping over to the racing world. The wonderful story um, has definitely gladdened a lot of hearts. And then more recently after the Breeders' Cup, uh, lots of sadness as Cody's Wish ran his last race and won it and retired. And uh, Cody Dorman, who was his namesake, the uh, young boy who had a very rare illness, actually passed away very sadly the day after uh, the Breeders' Cup was over when he was on his way back home on his journey with his family and Cody's Wish made his journey in this life uh, obviously a lot more exciting and interesting and happy and a lot of happy times at the races and Cody's Wish was voted Vox Populi which is the voice of the people and that is Cody's Wish mean is the most popular horse for this year in racing so and his story certainly made him very popular as it should there you go well present thoughts out to that family and our condolences but a uh, although very sad ending at the same time bittersweet so stay tuned we'll be right back yep coming back with dr adam kaut this portion of the horse talk show is brought to you by peterson smith equine hospital and complete care our television broadcast sponsor larson hay Idaho's finest alfalfa and supporting sponsors DAC Minerals and Vitamins, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip, Piranha, Pat Myers Electric, Florida HVAC Services, and Ocala Dog Ranch. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Horsemen, are you tired of technology that doesn't fit your way of life? Lipchip, built by horsemen, for horsemen, is ready to revolutionize your world. The answer is in the Hooflink system. Simply implant, scan, and unlock your horse's health information. From driving to Grand Prix jumping, all horses, all breeds, and all disciplines. The future is in the integrity and transparency of all horse sports and in the safety of our horses. The future is here, and the future is Lipchip. 
show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Louise Barton here for the Horse Talk Show and the CEP's Equine Initiative with Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And we are going to chat a bit about distal tarsitis. Yeah, nice. Nice. So <laughs> the tarsus is the hawk, all right? So, and itis means inflammation. So distal tarsitis, there's basically three joints in the hawk. Distal meaning the farthest away from the spine, so farther down the leg. Uh, the two lower joints of the hock will, can get inflammation or tarsitis. It can happen basically in any age horse. Foals can have it, um, um, especially immature ones. If they're a little immature and they, you know, their bones haven't fully developed yet, they can certainly get it. But it's a very common finding in our athletic horses, you know, and, and even, even um, you'll, you'll, see, you'll see bony changes even in some yearlings. Um, will have some spurring in, in their lower hock joints um, from inflammation or tarsitis. Generally, it's not a huge deal. You know, it's very, very, very common to see. Um, we can, uh, you can take care of it in a lot of ways. You can um, rest them, it's always a possibility. Um, you can do use like non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like bute, banamine, any of those things. Or, you know, lastly, you can, um, do you know inject the joint and, and help with that and you know obviously we've talked on this program before about different ways of different things that you can do as far as that goes um typically uh tarsitis will when it's when it's clinical you can see a lameness it certainly can be subclinical where you don't see anything and maybe you only see it if you flex the joint or something like that that there there might be something going on but a baseline you won't necessarily see a lameness but it's certainly if, if it gets bad enough um you can then see a lameness at baseline and you can do diagnostics and try to figure that out um <clears throat> you don't always see bony change but certainly tarsitis if it happens um a long enough time will cause bony chains and some arthritic change in those joints. Those joints over time, the, the lower hock joints typically try to fuse just because um, that's what they do if the horse lives long enough and, and is athletic. Those joints um, will typically try to fuse and they, they do get arthritis in them so it's very common to see it in those joints. Typically, it doesn't hinder athletic performance too much. You, they're pretty easy to deal with. So if I see that on, a, if I see some bony change or some arthritic change on pre-purchase exams and that sorts of things, depending on what the clinical exam presented, I don't generally get too concerned about it because it's pretty easily dealt with. So, and in a lot of horses, if not all horses that are doing some sort of athletic, okay, barrels uh, jumping, will we'll, we'll have sort of some sort yeah. of some sort of change at some point. So it's pretty common to see you just try to to manage it and and um most horses do real well after you know once you know about it and and, and you can um deal with it probably important to get on it sooner rather than later absolutely always and you know and and, and certainly um any of those any of your you know your joint you know i i tend to like you know adequan and legend and those things any of those those medicines help prevent you know the further invasive stuff you know the those joint called supplements or maintenance devices 
um, certainly that helps because you know they're, they're still joints even though they're very low motion joints in that area um, they still move around a little bit and can cause some irritation and some discomfort so if you can take care of the cartilage and you can take care of the joint fluid that's there and make it better quality and the cartilage repair itself better then you have longer times and say longevity yeah. right especially for a sports horse the sooner that yep. you kind of nip it in the bud and start to mm -hmm. monitor yep. that and take care of it exactly. it gives you more time so for it, your gives, sport it gives you more compete. it gives you length of length of competitiveness or usability and it also it also can lengthen the time between you know joint injections where you know you have to do more invasive stuff so right that makes sense yeah thank you Dr. Adam Kayot, Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Dr. Kayot, always a wealth of information, distal tarsitis, one of the most common reasons that your horse might be lame. So when you have those hock problems, that's something to definitely check out. Right now, I want to give Pete the very first ever, ever, Wow. Dandy brush with the Horse Talk Show Network.com and the logo and uh, created by Loco Graphics. Very wow. nice. This is the very first wow. one ever. Wow. There's going to be laser etched on there. Yes, isn't that fantastic? So I have a new brush for my ponies. You do. And a very nice dandy brush as well. And we're going to make sure that all of our guests have one of those when they come in wow. the studio. Um, I don't know if you saw my post this week about what I asked Santa Claus for <laughs> last week. I didn't see it. But if you got it right, you get gift cards and you also, uh, I, Horse Talk Show has to make a donation to its very fav favorite equine charity. So we'll tell you in the last segment if anybody got it right. But if you have any comments you'd like to comment below, you may what while we're, we're on Facebook. For? What did I ask Santa for? Exactly what did I ask him for? I don't know, that's why I asked you. <laughs> There's a photo. Did you see the photo? I did not see the photo. The photo of me with Santa. Isaac, can you? I, I can saw you, that photo. You did see that photo. Well, I asked him for something specifically, and his eyes got really, really big. And then he said, Is that a. And I said, Yes, it is. But I'll make the chimney bigger for you. Yeah. So, do you know what I asked Santa for? There was one comment that was spot on. Actually, there were lots of comments that were really good and that I'm in complete agreement with, and I can definitely add those. To this my is like mystery day. It's mystery. <laughs> Just tell us what you asked Santa for. Christmas is for surprises. Ah, uh, okay. That's the best. I used to hunt all my presents before I ever saw them. What I do you mean hunt them? I went and found all my presents. You found them? <laughs> yeah. I knew where Santa hit them. <laughs> so you mean you didn't have any surprises by Christmas? Oh, I had some surprises. Oh. That's, um, that sort of ruins it a bit. <laughs> no, you're it was fun. To, you're supposed to shake them, smell them, and feel them. Oh, okay. That's what all you're supposed we, to do. We would undo them <laughs> and pull them out and then retape them. <laughs> Then they should have been coal for you. <laughs> yeah. 
I should have had coal many years when I was growing up. It should have been coal. So anyway, that is the very first one. You get it. Wow. And I think they're rather nice, don't you? Is this going to be in different places that we can get these? Oh, yeah. Where are they going to be selling? I don't know yet. TT oh. and Seminole for sure. Ooh. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be great. Definitely TT and Seminole. Maybe we can talk Larson into putting some in their uh, customer appreciation. There you which, go. Which, by the way, is coming up in January. So... Uh, 12th and 13th, I believe. Betsy may have to text me and, and confirm, but I'm pretty sure that's it. So there's some other exciting things that are happening in January. You can hear about those as well. But coming up next, we have Corinne from Wildlife Works. Hopefully you don't have any wildlife problems at your farm. But if you do, they're definitely the folks to reach out to. We're very grateful they did an absolutely phenomenal job with our celebration and equine meeting last week um, and did a fantastic presentation. Very you can hear a little bit of that on the show today. So stay with us. This portion of the Horse Talk Show is brought to you by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Our television broadcast sponsor, Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa. And supporting sponsors, DAC Minerals and Vitamins, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip, Piranha, Pat Myers Electric, Florida HVAC Services, and Ocala Dog Ranch. Faulty wiring is the leading cause of barn fires. I'm Pat with Pat Myers Electric. Equine facilities have special electrical needs. The knowledgeable and licensed team of electricians at Pat Myers Electric will ensure that you can achieve your vision for a beautiful, safe, and functional horse facility. From new construction to rewiring and updating, the Pat Myers Electric team is ready to jump in and help keep your horses safe. With a small farm of our own, we truly understand the unique concerns of the horse owner. Don't take chances. For all your current barn needs, go to patmyerselectric.com. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Martin here in the studio with Dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. 
We also have Maria here in the studio who has relaxed me before the show from Midnight Rose Equestrian. She can massage you and your horse. We can massage it together. She can massage you separately. One at a time. Well, one at a time. Yeah, well, one hand on each. But yeah. she can get you actually working together very she's well. She's talented. She's extremely talented. Actually, she's helped my shoulder a lot. Uh, and she knew right where it was. She went, oop. Oh, there it is. She's she's amazing. And our special guest here in the studio, Corinne Reno from Wildlife Works. Last week, we had our CEPZ Quine Initiative meeting at the farm of Olympian Sean Wardley. It was absolutely wonderful venue to have a phenomenal event. Then we stayed afterwards and celebrated 10 years for the Horse Talk Show. Yes, which Yay. was absolutely phenomenal. And Corinne uh, and her team... And A&J Pest Control, yep, did I, I got that right? Control. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, brought some absolutely wonderful refreshments and educated us on some really interesting topics to do with wildlife. And as farm owners and horse owners, it's a big concern. And I, no names mentioned, Corinne, thank you for being mm -hmm. here. No names mentioned, but some years back, I boarded my horses at a place that... If you went there at night, you could hear them stomping. Oh, boy. Yep. Yes. And if you went there in the morning, sometimes you would find one floating in your horse's water bucket. We didn't stay long. We, we left in less than a week. As soon as we found somewhere else to go, we, thank you, but we've got to go. But it was awful. Yeah. Yes, yep. it was awful. And so on the prevention side of things, it is much easier to prevent a problem before you have a problem and this was obviously out of control had i known you then i would have been but i didn't absolutely so, yes and an ounce of prevention is always a pound of cure yes always so corinne would you suggest someone call you and say hey can you come out and check our barn and see if we have anything going on as a prevention thought yep. pattern yes yeah no we definitely offer preventative measures not only for rodents but for other wildlife as well and getting on top of it before it comes a problem is always going to be your best option um, we can never completely keep them out 100% if it's a barn because you are going to be open to the elements but keeping those population numbers manageable is really the key for wildlife control and then yeah. do you guys give suggestions like making sure the feed room's closed yep. off, things Absolutely. like that. And we can seal up specific areas. So as long as it's closed, a closed area, we can seal that up. So tack rooms, feed rooms are a great place to seal. And then uh, preventative measures on the exterior. You have prevention for reindeers. Um, prevention for reindeers. Um, we try to encourage them, but sometimes, you know, we, we, can, we can prevent whatever you need. Bribery. So this is Corinne actually working at our house. When we first got this little fixer-upper farm, it had a lot of problems. Um, multiple things, electrical things that Pat Myers dealt with, AC things that Florida HVAC services dealt with. And we had some areas that needed taken care of. So we obviously focus on farms and, and on equestrians, um, but this is just a house and it's it's on some property, but you address these areas of the house. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing here and what you're trying to prevent. And I love the little door with the out, but the not back in. Yeah. I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what you're referring to is a one-way door. And we use those a lot for squirrels or flying squirrels, something that we don't necessarily want to trap. We want to let them go, um, but they don't want to come back in. And then we come back and we seal the area up. In your home, what we were doing primarily was a preventative seal. So we were coming in, finding those entry points. We were sealing them with a wildlife-proof sealant and then a backing so that if something were to come and chew through, they would be stopped. 
So it's going to be 100% wildlife proof. Um, once we were finished, you guys are, you got, you were good to go there. So. Most favorite, like, memorable wildlife story. <laughs> this is a great, I always yeah. get this question. It really depends. Um, we do a lot of venomous snakes, and I tend to be the venomous snake uh, catcher in the group. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love a venomous snake story. Um, anytime there's someone, a homeowner, dealing with cotton mouths or rattlesnakes, I'm the first to jump on that call. I You're not it. terrified? <laughs> no, I, I, I love uh, I love dealing with it. It's so adrenaline much adrenaline junkie. It's uh, it's one of those things where people. Oh, oh. There you go. It's one of those things where um, oh. it's something that people are immediately relieved of. That's and, it. I'm leaving, and I like being able to help out. Yeah, this is a cotton mouth here that was in a homeowner's yard, so I was what? able to capture that friend. and relocate. Yep. Yeah. Oh, how scary! That's a little guy too. I was gonna say that's a juvenile, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, juvenile. Yeah, oh. there's a there's a big mama somewhere. Um, if you can find it on the Instagram um, at a at a Home Depot that was pulled out. Uh, not that one. That one's a, that one's a good size one too. But uh, there was a four and a half foot at a Home Depot, which is about as long as a car. Well, why is that not biting you right there? Uh, you just got to hold. You, it's knowing how to handle the animal. Um, animal behavior is really important, and understanding how animals work. Um, with a cotton mouth and any venomous snake, their strike is only half as long as their body. So as long as you're far enough away, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Louisa. I'll come in. I, I got you. If I got you. If you don't know snakes. what you're doing, do not touch a snake. Right. No. no and, and we suggest that for any any wildlife. If you aren't comfortable around them, make sure you contact a professional. Okay. So I'm phobic. And when people say to me, oh, but that one's not venomous. It's a nice snake. I'm like, there's no such thing as a nice there, there are. Well, uh, snakes are here for a reason, right? Like they all have their purpose in the ecosystem. Um, but if you aren't familiar with snakes and you don't know how to identify snakes, just assume that we're not going to touch any. <laughs> you play, it, play it on the don't safe worry. side. You yeah. don't have to worry about me ever wanting to touch one. That's never going to happen. So, no. We know how to get Louisa out of a party. Yeah. Yes. Tell her there's a snake. If you're not you the only go, one. If you want me to go home. Easy. It's none of this. But was its head this shape and its eyes that shape? Yep. I don't care. It slithered. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm done. That's no so now you all know I'm phobic. That's so good to know. It, yeah. Can't, like I went. Mm. Yes. Mm. So prevention's very important. Prevention's very important. So you can come in if somebody purchases, let's say somebody purchases a farm, whether it's a fix, fixer upper or it's all ready to go turnkey, you can actually come in. And if your team can come in and actually evaluate everything. I had some, as you can see, some some netting under here that mm -hmm. was all open to the elements and had obviously had some animals in it at some point because it was torn up. Yep. And you guys came in and sealed that all back up. Yep, absolutely. That's that's the first step in our process. We identify all of the entry points. We come in, we ensure that they're sealed. Uh, if it is something that we're not able to trap from the inside, that's where the one-way door comes in so they can leave and not return. Everything we do, we try to make sure that we're as humane um, as possible and we relocate what we can within accordance of state guidelines that's wonderful now you went up in my attic mm -hmm. before we did this and you when you were up in my attic you said i'm up here looking for you know what trails look like mm -hmm. and what droppings look like and <laughs> so you know if anything's up there or was up there yep yep uh, we pride ourselves in knowing our poo we're very good at identifying scat. <laughs> knowing uh, the poo. Yep, and that, but that is a key identifier for wildlife, that and footprints. And then just knowing what to look for as far as sign and disturbances go. Um, that's a big part of the 
who did it project, the very first steps. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about bats. Bats are interesting. Bats are a big one that we see in barns a lot. Um, bats are able to enter any space that's three-eighths of an inch or larger, so that's pretty tiny. Um, when they get into an area, what they're going to do is they're going to roost. Their entire colony is going to be there, so you're not dealing with just one or two bats. Usually that's dealing a big with old colony, right? 50 to, to 150 bats, yeah. It can be a lot. And... While they're not going to be necessarily a concern for infrastructure, they don't chew, um, they don't dig, they are a health hazard. And that's a big issue when it comes to rabies. Um, their feces contains histoplasmosis, which is a really serious uh, concern for, um, for respiratory disease. So it's just something that you want to make sure that's that's managed. It's managed. Mm-hmm. Tell people how they can find you for our listeners on the sky and our viewers on Equus Television. How do they find you if they would like prevention or even help getting rid of something? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we love education as well. So you can always contact us for questions. But you can find us online, wildlifeworksllc.com, on Instagram and Facebook, same Wildlife Works LLC, um, or search on Google Wildlife Works LLC of Central Florida. Wonderful. Corinne, thank you so much. Last week, you did such a phenomenal job. Thanks for being on the show with us. Merry Christmas. Thanks for making my house nice and (laughs) safe. And um, certainly personal endorsement here. Wonderful team of professionals that did a fantastic job. So very thankful to you you and your team. I'm so glad to be here. Merry Christmas. Stay with us. We're coming right back, maybe with the mystery guest. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now here's your host, Pretty Pretty, Louisa Barton. She's a Brit. She's got the gift of the gab, and her guests are fab. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio with dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. We were talking a little bit in the very first segment about Frosty the pony and his his terrible laminitic uh, episode that he had started a few weeks ago got steadily worse about a week ago uh, he got really bad just over a week ago got really bad had to have banamine night and morning which as you know can be very hard on their stomachs not something that we want to have to give a pony night and morning but we had to to make him comfortable he was lying down pretty much all the time it's very sad Um, took him to Equine Performance Center and saw Dr. Colton Ramstrom and had a evaluation which was hard for Dr. Colton to do at the time. And we discussed this a little bit in the interview because when they've had banamine the night before and the morning of, it kind of disguises a lot of the really bad symptoms. So actually when Betsy from Larson Hay took him there for me, You really couldn't tell that he was as bad as he was. And I said to Dr. Colton at the time, by tomorrow morning, you're going to go, whoa. And so the next morning rolls around and he texts me, whoa, because he was really, really, really uncomfortable. The most uncomfortable I've ever seen him since I've owned him just over a year and in bad shape. And I could tell that he was getting the laminitis in the back feet as well. And when they don't have, not that you want them putting all their weight in the back and, but at least it's a place of relief where they can get some weight off the front. When they rock back, you can really tell that, 
you know, they're uncomfortable, but at least they can rock back. He couldn't rock back. He had reached a point where he was just so uncomfortable that I knew he needed to go and get some rehab. So he had a, a week of rehab, uh, a proper trim with a, a really good farrier, and he has made such a turnaround that he's making turnarounds in the store. I think that's a good title for a book, Frosty yes. Goes to Epic. Oh, yeah. That's great. That would be a great one. It would, wouldn't it? Anyway, here it is. You can hear some about it. This is episode one with Dr. Colton on rehabbing laminitic cases. And, of course, we'll have episode two in the next show. So enjoy. Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show on Equus Television and also for the CEP's Equine Initiative. And I have Frosty with me uh, today, a little pony who has suffered from some laminitis. And this morning here at the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, he has visited with Dr. Colton Ramstrom. Dr. Colton, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for bringing Frosty in. Yes, absolutely. Well, listen, he's been here before and we know where to bring him when he's not doing very well. So um, in respect to some treatments uh, that we're going to do here to help get him well and feeling better again and hopefully a little bit more sound, we have to start with an evaluation, which we, we did this morning. I made it a little difficult for you because to make his journey here from Fort McCoy more comfortable, we did give him some banamine this morning. He has actually need to have banamine every day for the last week or so, uh, hoping to see some improvement. Did see a little bit of improvement when his feet were wrapped, um, but the last few days he's been very uncomfortable. So I wanted to get him in here, see you. If you can kind of just run through what your initial procedure is with a laminitic pony like this. Absolutely, yeah. So as Ms. Barton said there, he did have banamine, so doing the kind of dynamic exam, watching him move around, isn't necessarily rewarding at this point. It's nice to see that he is comfortable on banamine. Um, that's that's good data. Um, but first thing I like to do after watching move around a little bit is take some x-rays of those feet. You don't know what that coffin bone's doing until you look with x-rays. So that's what we did initially. We, we I typically all do three views on each foot, a lateral medial projection, a dorsal palm our projection so looking from the side looking from the front and then one looking down at the the coffin bone to try to assess the health of the coffin bone um, especially with these guys that have been dealing with this problem for a while they can have some pretty significant bony changes in the coffin bone just to the changes of mechanics um, as that coffin bone is moving around within the hoof capsule so that's what we did we have our some of our x-rays pulled up over here um, and he does have rotation pretty significant rotation on all four feet so we are dealing with a multi-limb laminitis case here. So with that in mind, we pulled some blood to test his metabolic status. So we're gonna test his insulin levels, glucose levels, as well as ACTH. So as many of you guys probably know, metabolic syndrome and laminitis are very closely tied. Endocrinopathic laminitis is one of the main causes of laminitis in horses, um, especially in these little guys. So we want to address any metabolic irregularities that he has going on. Um, um, you always want to figure out what the, the underlying cause of laminitis is and not just treat it symptomatically, but go straight to the source and try and hit that hard as well. Wonderful. So when you're x-raying his feet, you stepped him up on some blocks, obviously to get better views, Correct. right, than on the ground. And then you also put something in his feet when you took the second. Correct. Yep. Yep. So for the, the dorsal ventral or, or 65 degree projection, we just put Play-Doh in the sulci of the frogs, which he actually still has here. 
is just some pink Play-Doh and all that does is help to remove some of the air artifact. Um, so the air in the sulci of the frog would look like a big black line on those x-rays that we took. Um, and it, it just makes it a little bit less diagnostically valuable with those air artifacts in there. Okay, very good. Now, talk to us a little bit about when you say he has some significant rotation. Are there different levels or percentages? How do you kind of rank that? And where did he kind of rank in that? Absolutely. So I haven't taken any measurements yet. Typically, we'll actually measure the degrees. So we'll, we'll, we'll measure the angle of rotation of the coffin bone inside of the hoof capsule, how much the dorsal aspect, the front of the coffin bone, has deviated away from the front of the hoof capsule. So I'll take those measurements once I send these x-rays over to the computer and it can actually assess that. Um, but again, he, he has some significant rotation. He's, he's fairly severely affected. One of the things he has going in his favor is that he actually has quite a bit of foot. So while he's pretty significantly rotated, that coffin bone still has a lot of sole between it and the ground. So that means that the coffin bone isn't having as much impact with the ground, causing him to be more sore. Correct. So that actually does help him. Correct. Okay. So as far as his kind of the steps in the next direction, we're going to talk about some of the treatments. Um, he's going to stay here for a few days. So you're actually going to be able to evaluate him without banamine, which is very helpful because then you can see the severity of how uncomfortable he is without it. Um, that exam involves you walking him up and down, obviously turning him, you're looking for, and you will see how horribly he turns when he doesn't have banamine. Absolutely, and that's, that's typical of these guys because when they're turning, they're obviously loading that inside foot more than they are loading the outside foot. So it, it accentuates any lameness that they might have. Now, laminitis tends to be more common on just uh, the front feet in a lot of horses, but you did mention he does have all four. That's correct. Typically, front feet are affected largely. That's just due to the fact that horses bear more of their weight on the front end. So those lamina are a little bit, they're under more strain. So when you do have some insult to the lamina, they're going to be the first ones to go, basically. Okay, wonderful. Anything else that you want to add? We're going to talk in another segment about treatment recommendations here. Uh, but is there anything else that you want to mention about frosty? No, as far as the diagnostic plan, it's it's taking x-rays, seeing where those bones are at inside the hoof capsule, um, figuring out what is the actual cause of the laminitis, if it's endocrinopathic, if it's um, you know a support limb issue, say there's an injury on one foot, they're, they're bearing more weight on the other foot. Um, or if it's some sort of a systemic problem, if he has an infection somewhere that's that's releasing toxins and that's what's causing the insult to the lamina and resulting in laminitis. For him, pretty pretty confident that we're gonna have some metabolic abnormalities that we can address and, and manage moving forward. Wonderful. Dr. Colton, thank you so much. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here at Epic. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. 
This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. Does your farm need a facelift? Has the harsh Florida climate left your barns, stable doors, and fences stained? JNS Pressure Washing has a professional team who can exceed your expectations and restore your farm to its former glory. Get rid of dust and cobwebs that can cause allergies and health issues for horses, and keep your horses safe by limiting fire hazards in the barn. JNS Pressure Washing can clean your house, your barns, your fences, and your driveway, and you can count on dependable and professional services. For more information, call Stephen at 352-502-5355. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. And another shout out for Betsy from Larson Hay. Thank you so much. We just had you in that video at Epic uh, in your x-ray costume. <laughs> Doing such a fine job with Frosty. Ocala's finest is that's right. Betsy. Yes, that's right. She is indeed. Uh, next, coming up, we have... Walk and stop with Dan and Pete and Pat Myers Electric. Yeah, really cool. This is um, part of a special series we've been running on avoiding electrical fires in the barn. It's something that nobody, whoever owned a horse, ever want to even think about or deal with. Some people you knew recently, not here in Florida, but right. out of state, actually had that horrible experience. And it's something that you absolutely never ever want to face with horses it's so scary for the horses it's so scary for the people uh, it's really just a, a horrible experience so avoiding it's really important and it, this is a no judgment zone when yep. pat myers walks Pat's through great about yes. not judging you for he wants to help yes. it's like when i go out and people go oh well i'm sorry my, my horse does this and i'm like you didn't know any better that's okay this pat will get you aware of what's going on and that's what it's about is being aware so that you can make a educated judgment on what to do with it. Exactly, right. And there's so many things that I've seen all my life in barns that I don't even see, and now I see. I didn't see, but now I see because... Because I've and been there's watching a D, Pat. E, and an F. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I used to just walk right past them thinking that's just normal. That's just the way things should be in a barn. And that's just the way things look in a barn. And now I'm kind of like, ooh, 
I walk through Barnes now with Pat's eyes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's scary. I know, I try not to say anything, but I really should say something. You know, Pat should just do a walkthrough. You know, it's always a good thing. And, and Better be safe than sorry. Great family people want to make a difference yes. in everybody's Animal life. Animal lovers, horse oh, yeah. people. And I've sent him to some of my closest friends, and they said they treated him just like they, they were family. So yeah. it was really nice. They're wonderful folks. We're certainly blessed to have them on board with us. So here it is. Enjoy. At Pat Myers Electric, we're constantly training to be our absolute best. For all your current barn needs. Okay, this is a perfect example, Pete. Oh, right here. This is interesting, Pat. Now that you have my awareness, now I see the splices on yeah. the fan, the wrong kind of fan. So I'm learning something during That's this. It. So this is what it's about, isn't it? When I teach a student, they go, oh, I saw this or I now did this. I and I'm like, way, because I hate when I teach and we have a pony party. And what a pony party to me is, oh, it was amazing. Pete had me doing all these things. Well, what are you doing now six weeks after the clinic? Oh, I can't do any of it if Pete's not here. <laughs> I'd rather have a horrible time. They're like, yeah. I didn't really like it. And I said, okay, in six weeks, call me and tell me how things are going. They're like, oh, my horse is totally different. I can do this now yeah. and I do that. That's what I want. So That's you're it. getting me to be more Same aware. Thing. Being aware of your situation, having situational awareness and yeah. being in a, in a spot where you know what you're looking at. And like I said, education is key. It's a big, big deal. All right, so let's look at it. Okay, so here is a big one. This is... This is just an exposed junction box. There's no, uh, there's, there's no cover on it or anything. And they've taken this extension cord and cut the end off to power, to power these lights. Um, so they've taken a, a piece of equipment that was UL listed and altered it so that it would work for them. Um, and that's a big deal. You, wow. you never wanna just, alter a product so it works for you. Um, I'm sure you just don't start altering your saddle. Right. You don't start <laughs> messing around with it. Well, let's have, see if we take this part off. Yeah, or cutting something or yeah. make it something different. You bring it to a professional to make sure it fits right. And it's strong enough Right. That if something happens, it's not going to just fall apart. So that's a great point. It's strong enough. So we do that all the time. There's different amperages go through different wires. So we have to make sure that the size wire is strong enough to carry that load. And a lot of times with this as an example, this cord is a very small wire. It's just for very light use. It's not rated to carry the load that's on it. It's, if it's rated for 20 amps, the, the gauge wire that's here is, you know, less than 15 amps. It's not rated to carry that. So that just opens you up to cause problems, to burn up the cable, to, for things to overheat without any protection. Just like you wouldn't want to go rope a steer or a cow with a little bitty horn that somebody just stuck it on there. Right. That it has no strength whatsoever. So when you yeah. dally off, it goes pop. Yeah. It was just screwed into it versus the tree itself is part of that horn. That's it. Now when you dally off, the whole saddle goes with it. So it's not going to pop off. No. You don't want to do a roping with a like bailing twine, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Same thing. Now, this is awesome. This is Same thing. This is I like the horse electric connection here. There's a connection. There it There's is. There's definitely there, there, a connection. No no pun on words, no, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Electricians have lots of puns. It's okay, great. good. Shockingly good. Um, Shockingly good. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so again, same thing that I'm seeing in this area. Connections are made outside of junction boxes. Wrong type of wire is installed, uh, really exposed. Like I said, any shop, barn, garage, when it's exposed, there's an opportunity for pests to get in here. And if you don't have regular pest control, even if you do, it should still be installed correctly because that's just protecting you. It's protecting your property, taking care of your facility. Just like having a saddle. If you don't Same place thing. the saddle in the right place, you don't use the right mm -hmm. cinches, Exactly. That's it. You're going to have trouble with you're going to have problems. And we have a light fixture again. That's not an outdoor. And what's what's Same the lettering that it's supposed to be? So it turns on and off a GFCI. GF GFCI. GF ground fault well, circuit so, interrupter. Yes, one of those. So, yeah, we do have some in this area. Uh, there's an outlet on that wall that is protected, but we have this one that's not, and it just, it has this multi-plug aftermarket part on here that's really meant for indoor use, but they're, uh, they're using it here. And not to mention, they put this, this is a switch, uh, a plug-in switch in place here. Again, that's meant for like an indoor lamp. It's not really meant for shop lights or anything like okay. that. So again, so not wrong, rated for the situation. Wrong part. Wrong part, wrong installation. installation. Uh, they well, have we to have go a whole hand thing hand. we could go and yeah. then compare it to the horses. Wrong saddle, mm -hmm. <laughs> right installation. Right, right, right. Very good. All right, so, we're ready to walk. Let's keep going. Let's, uh, we want to take a look on the inside? Sure. All right, let's do it. So is that a cover without the... Yeah, so actually this is right. This is done right. These are the right type of covers. This is on the, just on the front porch here. Uh, this is a very popular thing now. We see a lot of barn dominiums. They got a little apartment that go along with the shop or the barn. This is actually done correctly. This has got a weatherproof cover, an, an in-use cover with the GFCI outlet in it. Even the, there's a switch on the front here that has the right flip cover for it so that even if it rains, it gets wet, it's still in good shape. There's nothing that's gonna get in there and disrupt that. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media.
This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment this week of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio with dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. And we're going to have his horsemanship tip of the week. Dancing Pete's tip of the week, brought to you by Complimentary Horsemanship. Today's tip of the week is childhood games that we play with our horses. So one of my favorite childhood games is hot and cold. And in my book, when you're riding or on the ground, that's what you should be playing with your horse. Instead of punishment or getting big, that kind of stuff, we go cold, freezing, iceberg, snowstorm, and then as soon as they move one step that direction, you go hot and relax. And then cold, colder, freezing, iceberg, and you may touch them, and then as soon as they take one step the right direction, you go hot. So just like if you're doing that the human, you want them to take one step at a time and then figure out the answer versus you get play tag, which is what most people do with horses, and then my goal is to touch, the horse's goal is to get away, and so everybody says, I want them to get away from pressure. No, I want them to seek comfort, and then use, so if I said cold to you, you're not going to get offended by that. So that's all I want the horse to understand is, I'm wanting you to go somewhere, so figure out where that is, and then my other favorite game was I Spy. So if I spy, that means I put my back or my belly button on something as a fishing pole. I spy something blue, and then I play hot and cold to get you to find that place that I'm focused on. And if I'm not focused and I'm not playing, I spy. So that's my fun way of teaching people how to play childhood games to allow their horse to figure it out and find comfort. So that's my tip of the week. It's a good one. Horses love to play games. Yes, ma'am. They really do. A lot of people miss that with their horses, I think, especially a lot of very, not all, but a lot of very competitive folks that compete at very high levels sometimes miss the the fun in games. Yes, ma'am. And even a high competitive horse seek the jump. So can they find that jump? One of my friends, Amy Bowers, she plays a game called Seek the Jump, and the horse finds the jump and jumps over it, and then they get into the game, and then when you're in a competition, they're going, oh, are we jumping this one? And they go for it, and now they're going to jump higher because they want to. That's right. That's awesome. And then it's Neil's birthday. You know Neil at Ocala Dog Ranch, and you know when the horse talk show goes to the dogs, it's really good. The horse talk show goes to the dogs at Ocala Dog Ranch. Neil Hennessy, Ocala Dog Ranch. It's hard to think that we're going into the holiday season shortly. 
Have you made plans to give your dog a quiet, secure place for the holidays when the family descends upon the uh, house and your grandma wants to feed your dog all the treats from the table? Think about doing some boarding with your dog or make a quiet space in your house with a crate and a door closed so that the dog can get away from the family and not be stressed out over this holiday season. I know I'm going to be. I haven't even thought about getting presents yet. So the mystery guest hasn't called us yet, but actually he's in Australia. So, and he's not sure if he has very good signal, but since you all are viewers and listeners, I did not say y'all. You said y'all. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> since you all were told there's a mystery guest, we're going to try and call him. So bear with me if we, if we don't get an answer, because I don't know if he has a signal yet or not, but we're going to try it. I think you're from Southern England now. Because right, well, <laughs> you uh, say you all with an English middle. accent. I'm from the middle. Oh, okay. Yes. So we'll see if he can answer. And then if he can't, I'll tell you who the mystery guest was anyway, or perhaps his voicemail will. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it away. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to find out anyway, right? So it might say this is... Been forwarded to an automatic Whoops. Oh, that's boring. Okay. Oh, I better not put that on. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody call him. <laughs> so, so who is the mystery guest? The mystery guest who is in Australia is the one and only Chris Cox. Oh, whoa. I would have been excited to have talked to Chris Cox. I knew you would be. I haven't I, seen Chris in a long time. I know. And he was trying really hard to get into a place while we were live where he could get a signal and chat because he is going to be here in January. Oh. And wow. we are going to be at his clinic and we are going to be recording and sharing and interviewing and bringing you all that good stuff uh, from Chris Cox, who is a wonderful horseman. And we've had him on the show. It was years ago now. It must be like eight or nine years ago since he was on the show. So a long, long time. But uh, we're certainly looking forward to having some interview time with him. And sorry he didn't make it on with us tonight. But That uh, was a surprise. I, I, have, I met him at Road to the Horse when we went with Pat Pirelli and it the best part was when he introduced himself and I said, Oh, I, I need to introduce myself, Chris. And he goes, Pete, I know who you are. And I went, Oh my gosh. Somebody <laughs> like Matt knows who I am. And he goes, well, we watch TV. We watched John RFT TV. We loved you on the horseman's apprentice. And I well, was like, yes. that, that's how I felt when his assistant, his right hand person called me this week and said, Chris would really like to be on the show again. Wow. I went, <laughs> I did the same exact thing. So, yeah, you know, it's like, I was like, oh, I didn't have to reach out to them. They reached We're out to We're rubbing me. shoulders and <laughs> elbows with the big dogs now, right? That was pretty cool. Anyway, we're excited about him being here. Buck Brannerman, of course, is going to be here. There, yes. There's some great horsemen coming into this area in the next couple of months. So uh, we're really excited about that. And because we've been talking about Pat Myers, I think we have time for Pat's tip of the week. Tip of the week. At Pat Myers Electric, we're constantly training to be our absolute best. For all your current barn needs. Hello there, it's Pat with Pat Myers Electric serving all your current needs. And it's that time of year when the temperature starts to drop and it's the holiday season and people are getting ready 
to start celebrating. And I'm here with a couple tips to help keep your barn safe and keep your horses safe at the same time. So first off, if you're thinking of putting up Christmas lights, the first thing you're gonna wanna do is check on the lights, make sure there's no damage to them, no frayed ends, no bulbs missing, the cord ends are in good shape. And if you find that, just throw them out. Go ahead to your local hardware store, get a new set of lights so you make sure there's no issues. When you go ahead and plug them in, make sure that they're plugged into a GFCI receptacle. So if there is a problem in the off chance, you're taken care of and the GFCI will do its job and take care of protecting your animals and your property. Finally, when you're hanging your Christmas lights in your barn, make sure they're up high. We know that our horses are curious and they're playful creatures and they like to investigate with their mouth. They wanna chew at things and uh, we don't want them chewing on electrical cords or Christmas lights. My last tip is with heaters. A lot of problems stem from space heaters in barns. We don't ever want that to be a problem. It just takes a small thing like forgetting to turn it off or it falling over to cause a big problem in the barn. Or it may be plugged in and it trips the breaker. If the breaker is tripping, that means it's telling you that there's a problem and you need to pay attention to that. Don't just switch out the breaker for a larger breaker. That opens the, up the opportunity for things to go wrong, to burn up the wire that's attached to that and cause a much larger problem. So please be careful this holiday season and be safe out there. Be careful with your Christmas lights in the barn. And that sound means that we have less than a minute left. So since this is our last show until Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas. What is it? It's Boxing Day. That's a whole other subject. Oh, wow. But anyway, we're not back until after Christmas. So we want to wish you a very happy Christmas, a wonderful time with family and friends to enjoy, hopefully, a break and some wonderful prezzies. As we say in England. Happy holidays. Absolutely. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week. See you soon.